0: Moes, Mose and Moes. Mo's Mo's. <laughs> all you welcome here in ye old North Pole version of Homo's and hot to Tell. We got all yeah, the decorations we got up. Little, uh, got a little
1: sweatshop full of elves right now, making all kinds yeah. of goodies for all you
0: Moes. Cruelty free. Okay. Yes, we, we feed we treat them, them to, uh, a yeah, lean cuisine. A lean cuisine. <laughs> okay. A nice, They're perfectly spa. Happy. <laughs> a nice spa which might just be like getting thrown in a lake but you know <laughs> it's a very nice lake though it's a very nice lake <laughs> oh sad oh, sad <laughs> oh
1: it's too soon it's too, too soon. soon I guess we might as well just rip off that bandaid time <laughs> is dead Ah, uh, he is gone he's passed away whoa and I knew yeah. it would happen but I wasn't prepared for how I would feel when it actually happened no, it was bad. It
0: was really bad. I it just was started bad. bawling. I don't know and what's wrong with me. We saw him on Stephen Colbert a couple of months ago, and he seemed fine. So that kind of made yeah. it worse because it's like it wasn't even like he was like. Just declining and yeah he was he was working on a show apparently based on exactly. uh, the Discreet charm of the bourgeoisie mm-hmm. which is a weird-ass fucking movie uh, but yeah it's it's just really fucking sad and uh, even though he was so like 97 depressing. years old and had like an amazing life it's still sad you know
1: well, like what sad. did help was I heard that he had a really great Thanksgiving with all these friends yeah. and he ate a lot had a good time went to sleep and didn't wake up and I'm like, well, mm. that's the way to go if you're going to go. Yeah. That's the you way know, to do it. That's yeah.
0: I I guess that's oh, how that's I would want to go, you know? Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, there are worse ways to die than that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But it's really sad. I don't think I've ever cried as much when an ar- artist
0: has has died. It's just so formative, man. Yeah, it's, I mean, I, I feel mean, like he musical was musical th- theater. He was an entire dead now. Yeah, it's an entire incredible. genre of musical theater there is just mm-hmm. you know gone essentially, and yeah. uh, you know there've been people people who have been inspired by him, and you know will continue to live on like that. But like there was always just one, you know, Stephen Sondheim, and it's it's yeah. Um, and before him, it was like musicals were so I don't know sincere and like not sincere, yeah. but you know just uh, uh, what's the word like a lot of stuff. Little like, sacram, you know, It was like, like
1: flowery, like you're yeah. as beautiful as a sunrise on right. a moonbeam, and
0: you're like, what the right. fuck does that even mean? Wait, right, well, yeah, what's like the that? sun sunrise? What's the moonbeam here? Uh, yeah, I like some darkness in my stuff. Exactly. And he was him and he like Candor just... and Ab were the ones that really started to like bring that to the forefront. Some yeah. of the at least we've still got Candor at least he's yeah, still well, kicking fingers crossed here yeah i know uh, gosh Lord. this this year we still got a month left so hopefully and betty white so better just like Be- bubble oh. down and yeah oh remember when we had what was it 2016 it was probably 2016 that awful year when um everything terrible happened and then we also lost debbie reynolds and carrie fisher oh in the God. same Oh, was so month terrible. there it was just it was just awful that was bad on a less sad note, uh, Chucky mm. was renewed, which is exciting. Yes, season two, y'all. Yes. We have not seen the finale because it comes out like the day we're recording, so we haven't seen it yet. Yes. But I heard it's like probably... 90 minutes. Yeah, it's like a movie. It. Yeah. That's awesome. Although the flip side of that is they canceled Pen15 slash Penis, which I love that show too. It was like this generation's very fun. Strangers with Candy type show, and I'm, I'm sad that it it's gone, but you know. There's uh, an extended cut of Halloween kills coming out with more thrills and more kills. Because <laughs> that's what the movie needs is more kills. More kills. Yeah, that, that's what was really lacking from that movie. <laughs> Who the fuck else is he going to kill? He killed everybody in that goddamn town. <laughs> Where are all these other escaped mental patients? I, I, we know about like one yeah. of them, but like there was mm-hmm. everybody got loose there. I, I want to know about that. Well, maybe oh, they were in this, I'm this movie. I'm sure
1: <laughs> they'll explain it in the third one. I don't Probably. know. Probably.
0: They maybe they will be like this movie end. and they've just been living nice lives since they escaped.
1: Yeah, just become beacons of the town. I don't know. Yeah, just...
0: Upstanding <laughs> citizens. They seem perfectly fine and good for them, I guess. Who needed the institution? They were fine without it, I guess.
1: <laughs> yeah, they seem to do all right for, what, like 20 years? I don't know. Yeah. Good for Not them, bad. I guess. Yeah, look at that. They... This is a film. It's a, a positive representation of the mentally ill. You I they think can a, you know, escape. And create a town and have a nice life and have kids <laughs> that don't it's know true. that
0: they were mental patients at yeah. some point. It was the guy who was, like, funding the thing <laughs> that was really the crazy <laughs> one, I guess. Which, yeah. is there some, like, commentary there? I don't know, but it Interesting. seems like it.
1: Possibly. Yeah. Hmm. yeah, you won't find that hard-hitting commentary in the extended cut of Halloween Kills, I doubt. You will
0: not. Maybe there's more but. trauma. There's trauma. There's probably like Some I heard. There's gotchas? an ending. We'll see. It's probably another gotcha ending. Probably oh. another gotcha ending. Um,
1: I really hope we'll it's see. just Ju 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 Judy Greer on the floor winking <laughs> and saying "gotcha." Cuts gotcha. gotcha. <laughs> back.
0: <laughs> if only people in this town just own portable drones that they fly around all the time. Apparently, <laughs> I mean, don't you? <laughs> yeah. Are you flying your drone right now? Because I am. Uh, is that a euphemism? <laughs> but <laughs>
1: have you been flying the drone, Kevin? <laughs> flying the drone. <laughs> None of those make any sense. What the fuck no, does that mean?
0: They it's don't. Weird. You may as well just come out and say it. Right. Yeah. You <laughs> are masturbating. Masturbating. That's what you were doing. Like Princess Diana, you are masturbating. Masturbation <laughs> Which, that icon, is Princess Diana now, Spencer. Now streaming, y'all. Uh, if you want to see that weird fucking ass movie, which I liked, not saying I didn't like it, but it's weird as fuck. Now just so
1: streaming know. and creaming.
0: Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Good for her. I'm glad she can relieve stress Princess... of being royal.
0: Princess Diana of squirts a lot. <laughs> are we allowed to say that in our podcast? I think we are. <laughs> I think so, right? <laughs> Do this we have any it, like, rules?
1: PBS or anything? Is it I don't yet? Know. Yet. We well, are in talks. <laughs> I
0: mean, we can't
1: give that away. That's our New Year's surprise. <laughs>
0: Made possible by listeners like you. you. <laughs> Heidi's working on the details right now, but we'll hopefully know by the end of this year if our Listen, contract gets renewed. She's been very renewed.
1: busy. She's trying yeah. to solve a bunch of murders. It's just, mm-hmm. it's, it's, a lot, so she's, yeah. <laughs>
0: she's got a very full plate right now. Kit Colkin keeps trying to get... His kids cast in the (laughs) the (laughs) specials that we're working on, and it's just like (laughs) one thing after another.
1: He keeps promising us like some Home Alone 2 memorabilia. We're like, not
0: interested, kid. Go home. (laughs) We're done with you. Keeps trying to pawn off the alternate culkin kids who nobody cares about and i'm like i don't i don't want quinn culkin in my film no who is racing culkin who are you i don't know i don't don't want her either it's kieran or like no one really i mean macaulay (laughs) i guess but kieran is really good in succession actually um i need to catch up on that most recent season but he's he's great he's one of the main reasons to watch the show it was on in the hotel room
1: where I was this weekend and I was like this seems fascinating. I was like I, I need to make a note to go back and start start this from the from the from the top. It's
0: got a good like satirical dark comedy kind of vibe to it so I dig that always. always. You know HBO's, how much I hate that. I can't stand I know. those movies and shows. <laughs> Just tacky. <laughs> tacky. It's so it's why we why we don't do an entire series based on satirical Never, camp films
1: right ever ever. <laughs> I mean, I don't yeah. understand. Like, what are they satirizing? I mean, I don't under. I think it's just offensive, is what it is, because I don't understand satire.
0: So it's... explain it to me, please. It's whatever is on the surface is what they must be meaning, okay? Exactly. Like, that's, just, that's just how art works, okay? That's like, how it's... it is.
1: Didn't you go to an art class like me? <laughs> I know all about art. I took two years of art
0: history at Oberlin. Yeah. I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> the Oberlin. <yeah. laughs> I don't know cincinnati Conservatives conservatory yes <laughs> carnegie Mellon, i was head of my class i was I, the I melon at carnegie <laughs> yeah you know the melon yeah that was me i was the mascot <laughs> we don't have majors there we just have concentrations and...
1: <laughs>
0: have you watched anything
1: recently watch um i've been watching made on netflix i've heard that is wonderful it is great i am Good. enjoying it even though it's basically like um it's like um what what what's that term some something porn it is grief porn or oh yeah it's not yeah. torture porn it's like um yes i yeah. don't know some kind of something porn Trauma like, porn. I don't know. Trauma porn. Yeah. I think that, 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 that's it. Yeah, everything's yeah. porn now. Um, yeah. Cause it's basically just this poor girl who just gets like constantly shat on by the world. Like every episode, you're like, this poor girl, she's gonna have a nervous breakdown any second. And you feel so bad for her. And it made me cry in the first episode. And I was like, that's a good sign. Mm-hmm. So um, it also made me not want to ever have children um and other things as well and it's just it's just really sad because like she's this this girl and her her boyfriend is like this abusive alcoholic but he's not physically abusive he's just like mentally abusive and she doesn't think that's terrible as bad as Mm -hmm. physical abuse you know and so Mm -hmm. she's yeah she'll never admit that he's really abusing her but she escapes and takes the kid and then all hell breaks loose and she has to try to find a job but she never gra- graduated and she has no degree and she has no place to live and, and her 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 mom played by Andy McDowell who is a fucking delight in this wonderful is like this untreated bipolar artist who's just like constantly going from like just she's just off the wall like it's unbelievable mm-hmm. And she lives in like a trailer with this Australian dude who may or may not actually be Australian. <laughs> it's just so mm-hmm. crazy, this yeah. sh- sh- show. But it has a sense of humor occasionally, and a lot of humanity. And I've I've really enjoyed it. It's just very well written, well acted. Good. And um, I highly I'll recommend throw it on it my ev- list everybody. Everybody. before yeah. the end
0: of the year here. Yeah.
1: I did make time for Tick Tick Boom oh really yeah what what well, did you think of tick tick boo andrew garfield is terrific he's wonderful okay. yeah he can sing he can act he's lovely yeah i thought lin-manuel miranda great job at directing a movie i thought Good. like it's got some style it, it moves well yeah but you know, the, the story just doesn't really pull me in I don't
0: i've know. never really I'm been interested of... in the show and the music doesn't yeah. do anything for me so it's yeah it's same it's yeah, but I mean, people it's, are, like, it's losing well their shit over it. People are lo- And I'm glad yeah. people are loving it, so that's great, yeah.
1: If it leads to more movie
0: musicals, bring it on. Yeah, G- good ones, please, yeah, that are well-made. Yes. And I think a lot of times the sort of direct-to-video ones end, end up being better than the big theatrical ones, Isn't actually, that weird? Just- yeah, yeah, I always thought yeah. that was
1: strange. I guess yeah. maybe because
0: there's less restrictions,
1: like, well, we need to cut this one song because it's going to r- run too long, or, you know, yeah. we have to have this, this big-name star to bring in everybody when it's like but can they sing <laughs> like
0: yeah like i saw what was so it weird. um well i didn't i liked the last five years movie that um it Jason was good. Brown did. yeah it was pretty yeah. good i mean i don't like anna kendrick that much but she was fine and uh jerry jordan's great so th- it made up for it yeah and uh exactly. and that was pretty good yeah it was more of a small scale thing so mm-hmm. I, I i think i do think there is you know something to be said there about you know not going too big with some of these and because when you see it on stage yeah. i mean yeah it's kind of larger than life but often not it's often sometimes it's just more intimate setting you know it's a
1: lot of these shows have been done in like little black boxes somewhere and they've been just as effective so it doesn't you don't need like a big kick line of chorus girls you know every second it doesn't have to all be opulent and you know i mean if you're doing like a movie version of like Follies, uh, yeah, please do not skimp on that because that would be right. shitty. But right. for most
0: of them, it's like you can just scale it down and it'll, 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 it'll be fine. The material yeah. can support it. And Get some good arrangements in there and don't try to make it super contemporary oh, because I hate when they do that and then it just sounds stupid. Uh, uh, and Yeah, get some people that can sing oh, so and dumb. that's always a plus. Yeah.
1: I did um, also rewatch um, another musical, a yeah. little yeah. film called The Wiz.
0: Oh, I yes. I hadn't
1: seen in Ages. I haven't seen that in
0: forever. Yeah.
1: Oh boy, what an experience! It is <laughs> so creepy. I don't know what is yeah. wrong with this with this movie, but I love it. Right. Because it's just like, it's like this weird, depressing look at New York. Like it's not mm-hmm. magical, like The Wizard of Oz. It's like mm-hmm. once Dorothy gets to Oz, it's just really unsettling. Mm-hmm. You're like, what is going on? Like, there's the people on that down. pop on out down. of the graffiti. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, the the subway uh, trash cans come to life and, like, bite yeah. bite their arms and stuff. Like, it's just so creepy. <laughs> Michael Jackson is there. It's, Michael Jackson is there, which is always creepy. <laughs> <I> mean, yeah. <laughs> and, like, the main witch, Eveline, her throne mm-hmm. is like a toilet. And then mm-hmm. she falls into that, the yeah. toilet. And it's so bizarre. And I love it. And then, of course, Diana Ross is playing Dorothy mm-hmm. in her 30s. Yeah. So it, it makes it seem like this weird, like, psycho drama about mm. a woman in her 30s who's scared to leave home. And yeah. it just turns into something totally different. It's like a horror movie, and I kind of right. love it. <laughs> Which is probably why it wasn't a big hit at the time, because people were like, this isn't magical like The Wizard of Oz. It's depressing and yeah, weird. It, it wasn't a
0: big hit, but then they did the whole Wiz Live thing a couple years ago. Yeah. So, like, clearly, you know, it has a following and stuff. Which and, uh... I
1: assume is more like the stage pr- pr- production,
0: which I've yeah, never seen. Yeah, I watched seen. it. I, it was I love it was the cast okay. re-
1: re- recording, but I, I've yeah. never seen it be- besides The Wiz Live, which I enjoyed. Yeah, yeah it it's was okay. brighter and more cheerful yeah. than the yeah, Wiz, I suppose. A little too <laughs> cheerful,
0: yeah yeah (laughs) more drab that's what we like on this podcast i just love more doom and gloom please the world is too happy right now right (laughs)
1: diana ross walking around a dystopian new york crying Mm. the entire time and having a nervous breakdown
0: i don't think that's asking too much you know it's really movie was just that i could just die happy and that would be fine i don't know so Uh, have you watched anything of note of interest well i saw house of gucci slash house of gucci and uh also house of coochie coochie Hey, how's it? Coochie, coochie. It was all right. Uh, Yeah. Do you need to rush to the theater to see it? No. Uh, But it's probably worth it when it's on streaming. It was was decent. Um, It's long. Way too fucking long. It's over two and a half hours. Did not need to be that long. Um, It's... Not really nearly as campy as a lot of outlets are selling it as. Like, there's some things, like, there's a few one liners. Most of them were in the trailer, so you've already seen it. And um, then there's a couple fashion shows here and there, and like a bitchy one liner. Um, but I keep seeing people post, like, ah, oh, this movie isn't good, but it has the, the actors are like all in different pages and they're all like doing these totally different performances. It's like, they're not even in the same movie. And like, I just didn't really get that vibe. Like, Jared Leto's character is weirdly like the most over the top, but even like him, it was still, it still made sense in the context of the film. It wasn't like Mommy Dearest where you get these performances that are just like so fucking right. charged, you know? I think people need to like reassess what camp means these days because Oh, I've thought that so, for years. Yeah. yeah, it's so like, anytime anyone says anything like slightly bitchy, like they're like, Oh, it's so campy. I'm like, that's not what camp so is. Okay, you need to like no. look at the whole film first of all. And there were moments that were, you know, kind of heightened and Gaga's pretty good, but like she's also weirdly sidelined for like, significant portions of the movie and instead mm. they focus more on Adam Driver's character and I'm like I don't care about his character no. he's boring as fuck and his performance no. is fine but it's like he can't do much with it and the ending is this isn't really a spoiler but it just it ends right it, I mean people know the story right she hired someone to kill her uh husband basically because he was pushing her out of the business and he didn't want to stay married to her and blah, blah 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 and it ends with her uh like uh he gets shot and then it's like cut to her trial two years later. And it's like I wanna know what happened in that two year period with her like dealing with her life and like trying to cover things up and keep everything hidden. Like that's the movie that I would like to see, not this thing that just focuses more on um Adam Driver and everything else. But what are you gonna do? Um You're gonna have
1: to wait for the uh special four hour cut of the movie. Oh god. God Blu-ray. How about
0: like a oh, hour and a half cut where they just cut out all the bloat in this movie because it is fucking bloated as hell. Uh, well, it's a yeah, good well.
1: movie for Thanksgiving when everyone else is bloated as as well. Nice to have a bloated yeah. movie. Yeah. Go along with your stomach bloat. After
0: yeah, it movie. sounds like I like really disliked it and I didn't. It's just one of those movies that uh, everything has to be so polarizing these days. You know, it's hard to talk yeah. about a movie because I feel like I have to either say I loved it or I, I hated it. And this, mm-hmm. this was just one of those movies, like most movies, where I was like, I liked it, but like, uh, I didn't love it. You know, it was just, yeah. it was fine. It passed the time. It was nice to be in a movie theater again. Um mm-hmm. Up until I saw Spencer a couple weeks ago, I hadn't been a movie theater in like two years. So hopefully mm. this new variant doesn't totally ruin that for me. But, you know, I watched the sequel to the Venom movie, which was actually pretty fun. Um, it's um, it's not like the Marvel movies they were they weirdly take themselves like all seriously, even though they have some comedy. Mm. And I'm like, this, th- th- this one is more, it kind of reminded me of like the Joel Schumacher Batman movies that I like that are just like so stupid and so... Not campy. campy so much, but campy. I, I know. It's like, I don't want to use that word because like kind of campy, but just so stupid and incredibly dumb, yeah. and, but like they're aware it's, it's what they're doing too. So I, I hesitate to call it camp because it's not like intent, unintentional, but I think there is unintentional and intentional camp, but, um, oh, so toward. this, I guess it would be toward the kind of intentional side of things, but, um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't much to say about it. It's just, it's, it's, it's some gay stuff with him. Like, cause he gets infected by this like parasite and it turns him into this like, uh, creepy black goo creature thing for anyone who doesn't know who venom <laughs> is like he's i hope that that that's a pretty bad descriptor but
1: uh, <laughs> black uh, <goo> girl, creature
0: <laughs> i don't know what he is i mean it covers his whole body in like this black substance and um then he starts chopping eating people's heads off and stuff and um oh so that's funny anyway, there's some horror stuff to it so Just me on, it right. on a thursday yeah, i guess great. that fun exactly I had more fun with that nice. than I did with House of Gucci, so, you know, <laughs> say what Maybe you that's, want. What, that's what they needed in that, was just a creature that ate them Yeah, all. it eats people's heads. That's, I think, yeah. what was missing. Anyway, yes, here we are. First week of Homo for the Holidays Month, part two. Yeah. The Revenge yeah. of Homo for the Holidays Month. This movie, of many titles, yes. Oh my many god, there's so many. Yeah. What is it? Death House? Death House, Night which the... is stupid. Yeah, That's stupid. That's stupid. So is That's Night the of the Dark Full Moon. I don't remember the there being f- a full moon in this outline <laughs> at the all. Yeah, Night of the
1: Dark Full. What the fucking hell? That's a confusing title. Very strange. Very strange. Um, I think my favorite title is Mary Warnov's Got a Gun. That's my mm-hmm. favorite. And um, she do.
0: She do got a gun. She, she does. does.
1: For yeah, and she knows what she's doing. She's gonna shoot. She and gets ask
0: questions later. And she gets a library research sequence where she's looking through the sort archives, of, yeah. and sort of, and it's like one shot, badly lit. Just like. everything in this movie is just sort of like I want to say something about this movie. and I'm like, well, kind of, like you know, like I still don't really know what happened in this movie. I watched this movie. I don't either. And it's I've fascinating. Seen it way more times than you, and I'm still like, it's fascinating. What happened in yeah. this. It's uh, because it, there's a lot of exposition in the last act, and mm-hmm. it. I guess kind of makes sense ish uh it's just yeah, not like I the guess. typical structuring of a movie i don't know it's like it's an artful film yeah this is um
1: it's, it's experimental you could say that it's this year's blood beat <laughs> yeah perhaps uh, you,
0: you could say that you, you, <laughs> if, if you're nasty you could say that yes <laughs> because it's it was directed the, by you muscles. know the, yeah it does theodore grishony grishony right and uh he's done a film called Kemic and Sugar Cookies
1: Sugar Cookies
0: uh, written by Gashani and Jeffrey Convitz who did The Sentinel so Mm -hmm. there's some cred for you right there bringing some cray cred (laughs) yeah also very traditional film right (laughs) very Um. much so (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's what this movie needed. Beverly D'Angelo fingering herself on, on the sofa. Sylvia Miles with an accent. Yes. We fondle each other. Gosh, that's what was missing.
1: Uh, well, that's missing from every movie. If we're gonna yeah, be that honest. would make anything
0: really wonderful. Her best performance, like really. to date All,
1: all this books, techno- technology now, and they can't just CGI in Beverly D'Angelo <laughs> masturbating <laughs> on a couch into every movie.
0: I mean, they could. Just they just choose not to. <laughs>
1: I mean, even if it's just, like, an Easter egg, like, it could just yeah. be a gro- a grocery store scene, but in the background, slightly out of focus, is just her <laughs> on the couch, just going to town.
0: You're sitting there with your magnifying glass by the TV, like, oh, I'm gonna find it. I'm it's gonna like, find it. <laughs> it's like, where's Waldo? Yeah. Where's masturbating Beverly D'Angelo? Or the Haunting of Hill House, so they put all those ghosts in there, instead they just <laughs> yeah. put, like, Beverly D'Angelo masturbating <laughs> <laughs> in a corner, in a cupboard in a dark hall I mean
1: I'd be fine if it was even like those little like subliminal things in the um yeah. the director's cut of the Exorcist where it just like a like, yeah. like a little flash on like a stove top of her, just <laughs> her I so don't cool. think that's asking too much y'all It's not it's really
0: not <laughs> We're just putting it out in the universe she uh, gets a
1: paycheck and she's happy and that's a good thing We yes. want her to be happy Yes
0: Come on get happy <laughs> you're gonna
1: finger yourself all day
0: (laughs) that's what it was in january ordinary people is coming out on blu-ray finally yes oh wonderful yes right yes yes Yes. that's good news that's not a new movie if you haven't seen it go check it out because it's a wonderful film this movie had a third writer which is probably where they go wrong because usually when you have more than two writers (laughs) it gets a little iffy here so the third writer was ira teller this is the only credit that they have so who knows that name sounds familiar though ira teller i've heard that before but i don't know it's a good name it's a, it's a very nice name. Yes, it is. It's my stage and, name. Uh, Ira
1: Teller. Mm-hmm. Ira Teller in Death of a Salesman. <laughs>
0: see, I can see that on, on a mark. Ira Teller in Why Don't You Come Over and Fuck Me in the Ass Sometime. <laughs> a musical now review. Now <laughs> a, a body musical sensation. A cabaret number. Why
1: don't you come and come and fuck me in the ass? <laughs> see, it's tuneful. Leave humming something. <clears throat> mm-hmm. it, it, isn't that nice? Isn't that lovely?
0: Isn't that what the holidays are all about, Great. really?
1: <laughs> being fucking like up this...
0: by greed and consumerism. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like the guy in this movie, who's just driving around humming Christmas carols. Like that's wonderful. While people are being murdered around him. That's that's <laughs> who I aspire to be. Really. That's the same.
1: <laughs> <laughs> la 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 la. Uh... Is that a shovel in that man's head? Oh, well. It's oh, holidays. well.
0: <laughs> Must be December. Every year. Every year, I tell him. <laughs> Take out the goddamn shovels, you lazy sons of bitches. Lazy sons of bitches. <laughs>
1: wow. If this movie so, uh, was remade in the style of Drop Dead Gorgeous with all the townspeople. <laughs> can you imagine? Like a you mockumentary? Like my, name's, of- my name's Tess. I, uh... I. I work the phones and uh, I shouldn't tell you this, but I escaped a mental asylum 20 years ago.
0: (laughs) They all just like suddenly admit to it by the end of the movie. Like, oh God, (laughs) that's a great mockumentary. Like you're watching it. Yeah. It's just like townspeople. And then you find out by the end that they, they're all escaped mental patients and they've replaced everybody else in town. That's wonderful.
1: Wow. Okay. That's your next movie,
0: Chris. That's your next That's movie. That's right great. There. I'm writing that down right now. <laughs> you can have like, s- they can be casting like a Christmas rev- review or something and uh, <laughs> all the quirky characters in the town. It'd be wonderful. <laughs>
1: that would be fun. Oh. Marianne, the musical. Mm-hmm. Who is Marianne? Marianne. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> It's like the voice, too. I don't get yeah. the voice. It's like they're trying to convince them that it's this girl named Marianne, and they're all like, yeah. hello. I'm like, "That that's not Marianne. You don't sound like any Marianne I know. Is that what Marianne sounded like? Good Lord. It's, it's, Poor thing. It's my boyfriend. She needed some, she needed some work
0: hmm. on her nodes. Goodness. I've never heard of a Marianne at our school. <laughs> Yes. Poor Mary Ann. Poor Mary Ann. Mary Ann. And, uh, you know, principal photography for this. You know, it took place in November 1970 in Oyster Bay, New York. Mm. Post-production took place in summer 1972. So there's a little bit of a gap there. Star Mary Waranov recalled of the production, Silent Night, Bloody Night was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Always to there's the more. point, our Mary. <laughs> There's more. There's more. Okay. She says, um, we were given a weird script and Gershundi tried to spark it up. He tried to make an artistic statement, but it didn't work. It didn't even make much sense. Most people couldn't understand what was going on, which is not good, particularly in a horror film. Thank you, Mary. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. I could see that. You know, they had a script and then you get a director comes in and wants to do their own thing. And yeah, it's the blood beat effect again. Yeah. sure. <laughs> Like the effect. Anyway, okay, so this movie it got a limited release in the US under the title Night of the Full Dark Moon. Oh. In nineteen seventy-two, November. And then it was released as Silent Night Bloody Night in spring of nineteen seventy-three. Um and then it was released once again in nineteen eighty one under the title Death House by Canon. Oh uh, Canon. And then in 74, which was the year Black Christmas correct? Nineteen seventy-four, mm-hmm. I believe. Uh, the television broadcasting rights were sold to CBS for three hundred thousand dollars, and uh, they screened it as a midnight movie quite a bit. Um, really? It, apparently, um, it feels like wow. a TV movie. I could see that. And I could,
1: uh, yeah, I mean, I could see it. I'm like, is it? I, I mean, I assume they cut some of the. They must have edited some, some of, the of this out,
0: yeah. gore out. Yeah, yeah. Um, Elvira showed it, I guess um -hmm. let me track down that episode i bet it's a good one i think
1: i found it i found it when i was trying to find a print to watch that was that was good because
0: i couldn't find my dvd and uh at the time it was still mostly like traditional holiday movies that aired on tv but um i read a quote from some executive that said they never got any complaints about this movie so good for (laughs) it i guess and uh (laughs) it just goes to show you not everybody wants to watch the happy-go-lucky stuff around the holidays right sometimes you want something with
1: some darkness and uh yeah despair prank calls and dismemberments
0: critics you know not so hot but what do you expect uh some critic michael pitts uh said that writing was so bad it could have been made for television which is not really a great that's rude rude because there are some great made for tv movies out there so you know bitch Um, (laughs) god exactly (laughs) He said, the plot is hard to follow, but by the time the whole revolting theme of madness and butchery has been run through the th- through the thud of axe against of flesh, man. I can't read what he said. Never mind. Who cares oh, about this he, guy? He can't we, even we're write. Done he with can't this even guy. read. We don't even care about this guy. Michael, you, know? you are the pits. Uh, There was this book called Slasher Films and International Filmography, and that writer said that it has a lethargic pace, but it provides enough intrigue and mystery to help a viewer retain interest so there you go mm-hmm. um hysteria libs said it was rather soap opera-ish but um it had more than enough bodies to please the slasher purists um mm-hmm. i don't really get soap opera vibes i i guess it, it's it's not like super character I i don't that it's a weird how do you i, I don't talk i, I don't want to talk about this the, movie. it's a weird
1: movie the I don't twists know. are a little soap opera yeah but and then, like some some of the music, like the end theme, was like da 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 da. You're sure, like, well, okay. Like, sure. Okay. like, Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Calm down, Pino DiNaggio. Like it's a bit much. Yeah, that was like this era. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's it's an interesting score because it's before the whole like synth thing. Right. So yeah, it's, it's very still or- very orchestral, or- orchestral and yeah and spooky. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it is kind of a hard movie to describe because there's a lot of characters. I guess most of them have names i i'm hard pressed to remember (laughs) ostensibly i don't know Um, (laughs) and it's just it's a lot of people and the plot's going in like 50 different directions at the same time it's like well over at this house this is happening over here this is Mm -hmm. happening but wait over in the woods here's this it's like whoa my god
0: like just how is everything
1: happening at once
0: there's some like crazy dubbing at times that's distracting a bit i don't know at least to me uh yeah there's like that scene
1: where they're driving in the car and like every time there's a line it cuts to the road yeah i guess because the dubbing was so bad that they're like we just need to cut to the road because they're gonna know that it's (laughs)
0: it's dubbing it's a little strange maybe that's what took two years to like do all this dubbing and figure it out probably They're just moments where people are talking to each other, but it's that thing where like they're talking at each other and like Mm -hmm. they're just kind of saying these declarative statements, but like the other person's not really responding to what they're saying. And it just kind of goes back and forth like that a lot. It's very Um, weird. It's strange. Interesting, but strange. Very formative. Extremely formative. Like I couldn't believe to some degree some of the stuff that was in this you got the creepy phone Mm -hmm. calls which are obviously black christmas and everything else that came after you got all these slasher elements and it like legitimate slasher elements you got people getting killed and um jalo stuff here that there's there's that scene even where he puts on some black gloves i'm like oh there's some Mm jalo right there there's some jalo exactly Um, and like
1: those those like really wide angle pov yes v v shots yes the pov christmas yeah it's total black christmas and of course, it all takes place on Christmas, in this one too. So it's yeah. like,
0: hmm, interesting, Bob. Clark. I think you recommended this one last when we covered Black Christmas last year because it, it is, yeah. it is very like Bob Clark. I mean, he must have watched yeah. this film, or maybe he didn't. But it, there's just uh, too many similarities here. I think Black yeah. Christmas like perfected a lot of the stuff that's in this movie. Oh, but like, definitely, yeah. But this was like kind of an interesting proto attempt at some of the stuff for sure
1: yeah and i mean and, and there have been other films that kind of t- took on the pov like there's a a movie called blood and lace which has a very similar mm-hmm. opening to both black christmas and halloween yeah and you wonder like well did someone see that too and it's it's interesting like all these little elements that yes yeah, show up later but i i do think done bet
0: better yeah. Um, yes. Exactly. A it's, little more polished by that point. There are always early attempts at you know this this type of stuff and uh, oh yeah. Um, even found footage films. You know, people talk about Blair Witch Project like that was the first one, but it's like you go back, there was stuff in even in the 80s and 90s. Like mm-hmm. prior to that, there were you know, um, well even if you like Cannibal Holocaust to, to some degree. Oh is yeah, a, of course. Um, yeah. Found footage type movie. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's I think a lot of times people it's easier just to say like oh this was the one that started it all, but it's like it was influenced yeah. by things just like everything else. You know, mm-hmm. um, yeah. slashers didn't just uh, form out of nowhere from Black Christmas and um, Halloween. You know these. There was yeah. uh, all these influences, and all, the Who Done It stuff all comes from the Agatha Absolutely. Christie stuff. A- and it's Agatha? like this, good old Aggie. Yeah, good old mm-hmm. Aggie. Yeah. I mean, slasher movies in a lot of ways are just kind of uh, like those type of mystery movies with more gore. Yeah. In them, You know. Um, exactly. It's, just, it's yeah. It's um, but yeah, a formative movie, very formative, mm-hmm. and uh, it's uh, in the public domain uh Apparently, now right yeah correct yeah because yeah. everyone's
1: released it in some form um yes but only recently has there been like a widescreen print that's been released that's even viewable because it's been yeah. this like the exact same crappy vhs rip for years on all those like 50 movies
0: 50 chilling yeah. classics sets right. you know it's got yeah it's, there's a decent the version that we're talking about is on YouTube. Um, yeah. If you can't find it, folks, it's there for free because it's public domain. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's got some, like, grain and artifacts, art, which I kind of like because it makes it grungy yeah. and, like, you know. Yeah. Um, I, I have to that admit, I, I do kind of like that, too. <laughs>
1: it's yeah. sort of. Yeah.
0: I don't know if I want to see this all cl- cleaned up from the original negative. No. It just it just works. Everything just feels so mm-hmm. sleazy and grungy and gritty. Yeah. and Yeah. It's just. um don't Which don't is know. weird. While really, still being I mean, yeah. the movie itself isn't really
1: too sleazy. I mean, like there's no, the whole like incesty thing, but
0: no, it's that kind of that, Like it's, it's not too kind gory, of classy So yeah. it's ish. So it's yeah, it's it's strange. But I mean, so is Black Christmas. It's like that weird yeah. blend of like it's classy film, but there's also some like sleaze under the surface mm-hmm. and it just the grunge and everything else. So yeah, it's I like um, it. it's good. It's uh, tastes good. I like it that's that's most of the big stuff what's going on in this movie maybe <laughs> give us an idea of <laughs> gulp okay
1: well um in the 50s the, this yes. man named Wilfred butler he yeah.
0: rushes out onto his lawn in flames and dies you know you're in for some fun when you get a spontaneous combustion in the first like yeah. five seconds of a movie here yeah like what a joyride
1: this will be yeah and uh and everyone's like let's not even do an autopsy let's just bury him and uh say case closed and his grandson inherits the house 20 years later
0: and i like the kind of like true crime documentary uh opening sequence too which is like all these photographs like uh, and all like like sepia tone and stuff yeah i love that yeah that's so neat
1: and then, like they have, like the the kid who's
0: just like Silent Night. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah scary. That's the creepiest arrangement of Silent Night ever, oh, it's uh, spooky. And then got some so narration like, in this too. Yeah, there's a lot of
1: narration. Yeah, I mean, it yeah. starts with the character of Diane, Mary Warnoff's character, walking around the grounds, being like, mm-hmm. "This is Butler House, and it's gonna g- go up in flames soon. We're gonna, mm-hmm. it's gonna be demolished and stuff." And you're like, okay, yeah. what's the big deal here? and um and she kind of tell tells us the backstory, and then it, it goes into present day i guess the early 70s and yeah. the grandson um jeffrey has sent a jeffrey. realtor to go to the house and kind of get everything arranged and try to persuade the townspeople to buy the house um for some reason or another because yeah, we don't know does, why doesn't want the house and um and he brings along his his lover because he's married, he has a kid. Because he talks to his wife on the phone, so I don't know if yeah. it's like a divorced thing or if he's just
0: fooling around on the side. Uh, Wikipedia says it's a mistress. Who knows? But that's uh, what they say. I like when they're just like driving a mistress around because she's got that fur coat, like a hussy. She does. She does. Yeah. I like when they're just driving around in the car. I think it's they're driving the car and they hear that. Mm. Oh, there's there've been escaped inmates, and she's just like, nope, Christmas music. <laughs> yeah, goes <laughs> right like, back uh, to the Christmas. <laughs> like, no, I do not want to
1: hear that. I'm not no, interested turn, in that. Turn the channel. <laughs> Let's go to the delicatessen and get a sandwich. Yeah. And There's always
0: like creepy birds everywhere too. They're just like flying around like in the There's like a bird fetish
1: in this movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Later. in the meantime, someone escapes from a mental hospital nearby with a, 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 a wrench that they somehow had. I don't know how they obtained uh, it, but again, they just Black rush Christmas out of here. the front yeah. door and yeah. just p- push past everybody, steal a car. And go on their merry way. So you're like, uh oh. Yeah, this happen. movie
0: didn't invent escaped mental patients, but it oh, is no. another kind of thing that shares with Black Christmas too. So yeah. Yeah, and ha- Halloween too, because and Halloween know, they
1: steal the car and everything. Yep. So. And so the realtor goes to meet with all the townspeople. It's like the um, the phone operator tests, and right. um, the mayor, Let's see. and the sheriff. And then mm. this, I guess, the guy in charge of the archives who do- doesn't speak, but he has this yeah, little bell that he
0: rings. Yeah, he's he's mute, which representation, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. But that's good. It's, it's uh,
1: played by um, uh, John Carradine, yes. who did like a oh, million is, of these like, low-budget yeah. horror movies back yeah. in the day. And so he's trying to explain all this stuff, and the townspeople just seem very weird. Like there's something off about them. They don't like the fact that he's going to stay at the house. They're like, "Do you really want to stay mm-hmm. there? We can put you up in this mo- motel." And he's like, "No." And um, so he goes back to the house,
0: and I like it. Like time, their, their only like purpose in this town seems to be to look over this house too like yeah like they all just kind of meet like once every week or something to talk about oh how's the house this week did anybody break into the house i don't know
1: they can't change it because it's in his will that no one can change the house it it has to stay exactly as it was exactly i guess they have a caretaker who cleans it occasionally Mm. and um then diane who is i guess the heroine of the movie i don't know at this point (laughs) it's already like 25 minutes in and she shows up and she's just yeah. driving on by, and she sees this guy who is bro- bro- broken down next to his car, and she's like, oh, that's weird. And then he just gets re really mad when he pa- passes and grabs a crowbar and just smashes his windshield. And you're like, well, that was uncalled for.
0: Yeah, and she's the mayor's daughter, I believe. Yes, the mayor's daughter.
1: Yeah. yeah. And then we don't really see her, hear from her again for a while, because then mm-hmm. it goes back to the realtor and his mistress – And they're having a very romantic dinner with wine and deli sandwiches, and um, in at at the same time, this person who's escaped from the asylum has broken into Butler House and is among them, and they don't know Mm. it. All the suspense, and they decide to go upstairs and have some nookie nookie, and they get choppy choppied by (laughs) pretty gnarly by the way. Yeah, yes.
0: For this it's time like, period, breaks yes. in
1: and just chops yeah. up. It's crazy, yeah. and then he has like a Bible, and he like puts a cross. It's just, like it's weird. So there's like some weird religious thing that's never explained exactly. But did this have to go through the MPAA or not? I don't it's... know. It, I mean, it's like an indie movie, and sometimes yeah. they didn't do it. They
0: were just like, we're just gonna release it uncut. I don't know if it has a rating. Mm-hmm. Concussion. yeah and yet they showed it on tv so they must have yeah like you said cut some things out so yeah i Who wonder knows? how this was edited for tv <laughs> this,
1: this it probably one, just
0: one scene espe- especially yeah it's true yeah i don't Who know knows?
1: how they would do it but oh well i've never yeah. seen it on the television mm-hmm. and uh and so then diane is back at her house and this guy just breaks in the same guy that she saw by the car and, and she's like uh, excuse me i have a gun and I'm going to blow you away until you t- tell me who you are. And he's like, my name is Jeffrey Butler. And she's like, oh, really? Interesting. Because my father just left to go to another town to get this money to pay you for the house or whatever, you know? Yeah. And, and eventually, like, he persuades her that he's real, shows IED and stuff. And mm-hmm. she puts away the gun. And, like, then she's, like, kind of flirting with him. And you're like, really? This dude, he seems like a creeper yeah she likes her some bad boys, I guess I guess so. She's just a very odd duck that diane mm-hmm. and uh and then people start getting these creepy phone calls from the house mm-hmm. like Tess gets get 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 gets a call and 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 it's this whispery voice that's like, hello, Tess, it's me marianne marianne and joanne and she's Ann. And she's like. <laughs> well
0: hello tess it's carol Chitty. <laughs> <laughs> oh girl how you doing carol
1: <laughs> it's Horace fan and um and tess is like that's weird i'm gonna go investigate and in the meantime i think also the sheriff has gone to investigate and he finds this creepy figure in the graveyard burying the, the realtor and his mistress. And so he goes mm-hmm. to investigate and gets hit by the business end of a shovel and a shovel. that's, mm-hmm. that's the end for him. So mm-hmm. sheriff out. Mm-hmm. And, um, and at some point, Jeffrey steals like the sh- sheriff's car. No, he steals the realtor's car. I guess they just had their keys just hanging hanging in the dashboard or something i don't know
0: yeah i don't know
1: um and there's all this stuff so then jeffrey and diane go to talk to the mute guy the archives guy about all this stuff what's his name charlie something Something like that yeah and he's like yeah tess just left to go to the butler house because she got a call Mm -hmm. and um and diane's like what if i stayed here while y'all went there and I would just like lock myself in so that nothing happens. And they're like, okay, mm-hmm. sure. So they leave. And for some reason, they go to Tess's house instead, where she has all these birds. And he's like, no, I wanted to go to Butler House. And he's like, no, mm-hmm. she wouldn't go there. She hates it. Then it cuts to Butler House. And okay. Tess has shown up. And she sees the sheriff's car out there. So she thinks, okay, well, it must be all right. So she's like, sheriff, mm-hmm. sheriff, it's me, Tess. Yeah. And then the lights are turned out. And she's hit with a flashlight. And, and apparently it's, it's a voice.
0: A i don't know okay I don't. that's what wikipedia says but who? it knows? was a rope
1: it was a lead pipe i don't know it was colonel mustard in the, in the conservatory study with, with, the, with the candlestick <laughs> it does have some kind of clue vibes occasionally yeah and um and it's all like tess hello it's me marianne and you've gotten Harold's fat tess you, your, your face has
0: gotten fat.
1: Did Carol Channing do the voice for this movie? I, don't know. I think so. It's uncredited, but I think she did. Yeah. yeah. In, in between tours of Hello, Dolly, she was like, I need a paycheck. And they were like, okay, yeah. got just right. the job for you. Great. <laughs> just Great. imagine if she did, like, the voices for, like, this and Black Christmas. She'd be like, you're if pretty only. pink pushy. <laughs> <laughs> Let me lick <look> <laughs> If
0: only. If only.
1: And, um... <laughs> Yeah, so then Tess is is handed what she thinks is the killer's hand, but it's really, I mm-hmm. guess, the sheriff's severed hand, or someone's severed hand, and she screams, and then they raise yeah. an axe, and whoopee, there she's gone. She's She's gone. And she uh, is out of the picture, and Diane is, like, doing some research in the archives, and she sees this this article, but the weird thing is that all these articles have been clipped, um. so there's a lot of material that she doesn't know about, and she's like, what the hell – and basically redacted yeah because this town is full of secrets Mm -hmm. and she finds out i love um, a town with a secret it's a big secret too it is (laughs) and and she discovers that um marianne is Wilfred butler's daughter who was raped and i guess went crazy and for some reason they turned the house into a mental hospital and hired all these doctors to come and look at her and all these other patients but that's all she knows that's all she finds out
0: yeah and we don't really learn that much more than that later on even with all the flashbacks it's like we just know that he made a mental institution for some reason and then put his daughter in it and yeah and she got pregnant you know and had a son which we'll find out Mm -hmm. more about that but yes
1: oh yes if you can't guess already who the son is
0: i mean it's like uh, yeah, well, the, the, the real twist is the father, right? But, yes. Yes.
1: And so then um, Jeffrey comes back, and yeah. they decide to go to a butler house t- together. Yeah. And on the way there, they find Charlie, whatever his name is. Um, yeah. Like waving them down without hands. He's just run he doesn't it have over. Hands. It's
0: sad. Yeah. And they just,
1: they don't stop. They just run him over and he falls right, into right the woods. Over. And they, to their credit, they do stop <laughs> after, after they're they a bit run down, down the road <laughs> and pull back. They're like, I think you hit him. You killed him. You killed him. And they go and investigate the body and they see that his, his hands have been cut off. So, yeah, he's got no hands. They didn't. He would have probably died anyway. So that abs- yeah. absolves them of maybe some guilt. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe they thought they did him a favor. Mm-hmm. And then they go to Butler House and mm-hmm. Diane stays in the car. Jeffrey goes in and finds Wilford's uh, diary and starts to read it. And then we go into the flashbacks for 14 hours um, where we discover that Wilford is the one who impregnated his daughter. Oh, my
0: God. And gross. Believable. So in a horror film?
1: Oh my that's god. just
0: too much for me. And Well that um, yeah, that also feels like Black Christmas 2006 kind of with the incest it does. stuff in there. Yeah. Mm. Fascinating. <laughs> incest Fascinating. is
1: always a crowd pleaser, you know. Yeah, it always you, is.
0: <laughs> fun for the whole family. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> <Ew>. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> literally ew. <laughs> gross. <laughs> I do not endorse that statement. I do not endorse it. I said it, but I do not endorse it. <laughs> <laughs> so, it, it shows <laughs> all these
1: flashbacks very sepia and sort of over uh, this goes on for like and...
0: a third of the movie like this it whole really flashback sequence it's... and yet it doesn't tell us anything we didn't already know not really other than the fact it's, it's that, well a it has a lot of I'll, I'll give you that and
1: i will basically give you that. In summary, the Reader's Digest version is Mm -hmm. that Wilfred has brought these doctors to the house, and for some reason, he's very upset that they're, like, gluttonous, and they're drinking and eating everything Mm -hmm. and just being hedonistic and stuff, and his daughter's not really getting any any better, and they keep this, like, gaggle of mental patients in, like, a shed in the back for some reason, Mm -hmm. Um, and... One day, he just decides, I'm going to let my daughter escape, and I'm going to let these other ones out, too. So he does. He goes to the shed, lets them out. Everyone's, like, really drunk, and in the dining room, when these mental patients walk in, and the mental patients kill them all. Like, they just take, like, this broken wine glass and, like, stick it in some guy's eye and shit.
0: It's cool. It's, like, so really kind of slow, and he's, like, rubbing it across. And then they make sure to wake him up first before they yeah. jab it in there. Yeah, They're like, hello,
1: remember cool. me? Yes. And uh, and yet one of them is played by Candy Darling, the uh, mm. Andy Warhol star, which is fascinating. Mm. And, um, and then Marianne apparently, like, goes back inside for some reason, and they kill her, too, because they think mm. she's part of the family that they hate. And... So Wilford is so overcome with grief that he fakes his own death by setting like a vagrant on fire and pretending to be him or something. And it's just so bizarre. And then yeah, at some point, Diane's like, I've been in this car for 13 months. I need to go see what's going on. And when she walks in, she sees Jeffrey dressed up all, like, jaunty. I don't know when he had the time to change. but There's all always of a sudden, time he's for like a makeover
0: a, montage, yeah.
1: Yeah. He's, like, a little dandy now. And he's like, so I found out what happened. And and then her father comes in, because he's gotten the news that I guess everything's just gone to shit since he's, he's, he's been gone. Yeah. And he pulls a gun, and Jeffrey pulls a gun, too, and they shoot each other. And Diane's just like, uh, this is the worst Christmas
0: ever. Yeah. You just lost your dad and the guy you were trying to, you know, fuck. But yeah, exactly. And then all of a sudden he hears
1: Marianne and, and, and she's like, Oh no. And here comes Wilford thinking that she is Marianne. And suddenly we got a final girl here. Yeah. For about a minute two seconds. Yeah. Literally. It's like the quickest (laughs) chase ever. Yeah. And she ends up, Killing him, she sho- yeah.
0: shoots him. Shoots. How old is this guy, though? He's got to be like. He looks about 184. He's got to be because he looked pretty like mature in these flashbacks from the 30s. Yeah. a little um, rough around the edges, but he can. He's pretty spry though. He can get around when yeah. he needs to. Yeah. He can carry an
1: axe. Can, and yeah. Uh, and yeah, so she shoots him and then goes into like the, the, the parlor and just cries. And then, as in, one would, in case yes. we didn't know that she was crying there's a voice over to tell us I cried all night and mm-hmm. um and she yes. walks out and then we see that now it's in the present and they're about to bulldoze the house and she walks away and the bulldozer comes to the ca- camera and that's the end mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's a moving ending
0: it really is it's moving. A, it feels kind of like the prequel to like hell night or something you know with that crazy ass oh, family yeah. and everything you know Um, oh that would be interesting they're both kind of moody movies yeah definitely this
1: this this movie is definitely just like mostly like a mood kind of a movie yeah yeah you don't really remember the plot that much i mean i've seen this movie maybe like 10 times and i'm always like surprised by the plot at the end i'm like oh right that's who did it okay <laughs>
0: so oh right the incest and maybe he, not a good yeah. sign <laughs> the, the fire and the incest and everything else yeah all the I gotcha, fire and gotcha. the in- incest and christmas cheer i don't it's just mm. <laughs> it's too much for there's, me this year there's some decorations up in the movie so it feels a little christmasy yeah. at least you know they, they a, went to a, dola- you get like a dollar
1: tree or two yeah and there's some yeah.
0: snow there's some snow yeah
1: no mistletoe
0: no where the fuck is the mistletoe so,
1: yeah negative one star for that oh man. <laughs> Ugh, i need my mistletoe
0: it's a very offensive movie so i'm gonna it give is, it it's very offensive negative, negative 10 stars mistletoe where's no the mistletoe, mistletoe
1: representation i'm very offended <laughs> very offended <sighs> man, of all the things to be
0: offended by in this movie it's that that, that that's the yeah. one I'm going to single out. They say that, but then they completely overlook the fact that the great (laughs) representation of, you know, these inmates from a mental institution who rebuild their entire lives, by the way. yeah. My God. I mean— 20 years, they rebuild their lives. Come on. To go
1: out there and escape and rebuild their lives from scratch. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine being that self-sufficient?
0: I cannot. cannot. One of them becomes a a mayor. One of them becomes a police officer. One of them's, you know— whatever the fuck the woman does i forgot already but she's (laughs) she's a great (laughs) sport
1: operator she's
0: a good for her yeah fascinating isn't that nice and see this
1: this movie never gets mentioned on a list of positive mental illness representations so we need to put it on a list
0: it's not so great for you know the mute community here with the guy getting hit by a car and his hands chopped (laughs) off but what are you gonna do what are you gonna do (laughs) 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 poor guy (laughs) <laughs> i just love
1: his little bell that he brings with him her- everywhere yeah. they're like how are you steve Ding! Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's Ding. Loud response. good for him good for him i
1: guess it's like is there a difference in each bell ring like if he rings twice does it mean something else i don't know
0: it could i want to see could his be. backstory so that's the movie that it's is streaming it, on youtube is, and that's everywhere it.
1: else where motion pictures are available if you hated it, sorry. It's a weird month. Box. Box We're set. doing whatever the fuck we want to do, so yeah. <laughs> you try talking about pictures every day, every week, yeah. every month. See what happens to you.
0: You see what happens to your brain at the end of a pandemic two years. Yeah. Surprise it even functions. It's not all sunshine and glass unicorns. <laughs> Unfortunately, no. Well, you know, I think we got time for one more segment. Uh, we do? That segment is called Eat the Rich. Eat it's a the new thing rich. we're trying. It's where Eat we uh, the grab... the <laughs> rich,
1: toppings <are> back. <laughs> <laughs> toppins, toppins. This movie's about eating the rich, though, too. Maybe, possibly.
0: I think so. Maybe, I possibly, mean, because he was well off. I don't know well if off. they ate
1: them, but
0: they yeah. could have eaten them. He must have been well off. He funded yeah. this whole mental institution, so, you know. Yeah. And uh, he got what was coming to him, so.
1: That's right.
0: ha. So he, w- he was the one we ate for today. Uh mm-hmm. So, because we have extra time, I guess we can do an Overlook Gems segment. You know, we mm, never do yes, that. So, but no. we'll try it this week. Something different. Rarely. Right? Yeah. Rarely. Yeah. <laughs> what do you got?
1: Well, today, I'm going to pick a movie called The Bride. Not the one from the, the 80s. It's yeah. a movie that's also known as, like, The The House That Cried Murder or, like, Last House on Massacre Street. Lots of titles. Oh, good. It's got too. three titles. <laughs> I know. Always fun when you're trying to find always it. Always great. Yeah. Um, and it's a movie about... A bride who sees her husband-to-be making out with someone else, and she flees the scene, has like this full-fledged mental breakdown the day of the wedding. It's delightful. Is there like, the wedding. There's so much tr- tr- trauma. So much. <laughs> okay, yeah. And she fucking disappears. Like, she goes AWOL. And then all of a sudden, he's, he starts to get these weird, like, messages and phone calls from her and starts to see her in the wedding dress, like, stalking him. <laughs> And it's all connected to this house that he helped, like, build for her. And I'm not going to give anything else away because the finale is fucking cuckoo bananas. And everyone should see it. It's so – I think it was rated, like, PG. And I'm trying to imagine being a kid and <laughs> seeing this. And I would have been like, this is this is truly traumatic. I need parental guidance right now. <laughs> I need a lot of guidance from my parents. <laughs> I parentals. need an adult. Yeah. It's, like, creepy as hell. But it's really fun. That might be a public domain movie too. I don't, or maybe it's not. I don't know. But it hmm. it was on like a lot, a lot of those like same, like multi packs and stuff of sure. like,
0: fifty horror movies that will melt your skin or whatever.
1: What about you? Um,
0: what, what you overlooking? I haven't seen this one in about a decade, but I was just trying to think of something Christmassy. Um, it's that rare exports movie. The yeah, I still haven't seen that. It's pretty good from what I remember. It's like Finnish. Uh... Very kind of anti Christmas movie. You got this young boy and his friend. They think that a secret mountain drilling project is actually the home of this tomb of Santa Claus. Uh, and turns out that's correct. So they should have just left mm. this thing in the ground. It's very like the thing, like they're digging for things and they find something they weren't really planning on finding and the winter setting and everything else. It actually is kind of just the thing, but whatever. <laughs> Only it's Santa Claus. It's an evil Santa Claus. And that uh, was good to me. But it's, like, more the pagan Santa, you know, the uh, evil Krampus-esque, I guess, figure type thing. I don't know. There's a lot of myths about Santa Claus, so who fucking knows. Um, But, uh, yeah, uh, this guy, his dad, the the kid's dad, he captures this feral old man in a wolf trap. And uh, they just try to figure out who this guy is because all this weird shit starts happening that seems to be surrounding this guy and uh reindeer start getting slaughtered and children start disappearing and it's like what the fuck's going on here and uh it's got some good mood and special effects uh very wintry setting like i said it's kind of a parody of those movies where they find something that they shouldn't be finding and uh mm-hmm. even kind of jurassic park and the mummy-esque type thing of like oh this this thing or the thing literally where it comes mm-hmm. to life and attacks them. it's got some good dark humor in it so that's always fun very fairy tale esque as well, too. So it's uh, pretty good. Pretty good. Um, like I said, it's been a while, but I do remember liking it quite a bit. So maybe I will dig it up for this year. Um, Don't dig a- it up. You'll get in trouble. I know. You're not supposed to keep it buried, right? Yeah, yeah bury it. Uh, we got three more movies left this month. And uh, they're fucking weird. This next one is... Just, just wait. Uh, yeah, I've never <laughs> seen it. I hadn't even heard of it. It is so, something else. So, man. you know, um, you can find us in Winter Wonderland and also on Facebook and Twitter. Yes. HOHH Podcast. Instagram. Homewives and Haunted Hill. Letterboxd. Uh, you can leave us a review on iTunes. That would be wonderful. Thank you to those who have. Yes, Please be we kind. We We very and much rewind. appreciate it. Yes, and rewind. Especially rewind. All right. Well, happy holidays <laughs> yes have a happy happy holiday season season is greetings and beatings of the witch of the witch goodbye <laughs> Bye.